Yeah, Miriam Tazi in the house. What's up, Malcolm Riddle? You know it. Bringing it in, funky fresh, little Michael Jackson. This song always gave me like the video kind of freaked me out as a child. What? Oh, <laughs> got a little technical difficulties there, people. Here we go. We're back. We're back. Don't worry. I thought it was the ghost of Michael Jackson coming in, huh? I thought you were giving me like a cue. Yeah, something. What did you think? The stars were going to, like in the video? Yes. It was like a whole bunch of shooting stars, it, it wasn't was really it? Intense. And they were like on a mountain. Huh? <laughs> it was weird. They were, they were large, right? Was it like cartoony too? And a lot of, lot of tight suits or something. Like <laughs> I remember like a lot of glowing and sparkles. Yes. Do you remember? It was disco, because like, it was disco time. <laughs> it was like the beginning of music videos. Trying to make an effect. You can go to King's intense. Dominion and make the same video. Like if you go to an amusement oh, yeah. park... You can do the same. Now you don't even have to do that. You can go on your computer and do it. You can. Listen to it. That's one thing you can't imitate. No. Definitely feeling it. What's up, people? I'm telling you, what better way to kick it off than the Jacksons? The world was a better place with the Jacksons in it. You know what I mean? The whole shebang. You know what I mean? The whole shebang. Janet Jackson. She's like disappeared, man. She got married to some like she's laying low. Saudi dude. She's gonna make a comeback. She's laying low. I don't know if he's gonna allow it. Like. There's something like weird going on. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't keep up with her. I do. I'm a huge fan of her. Too. How do you keep up with Janet Jackson? I looked up because I was like, "What happened to her? What's going on with her?" She so fell I just off. Looked, yeah, and she's off the map. I'm just. I don't know. Every now and again, she'll make an appearance. She needs to do the Las Vegas thing, maybe. You know, like play her she's old jams. Well, Mariah's doing it. That's kind of sad when they do that. No, because then you can go to them whenever you want, and they just they can actually like live in one place and people come to you you don't have to tour and that's exhausting I'm sure the whole thing is but it's, it's, it's exhausting doing the, the LV as we call it <laughs> yeah. you know when, when, when <laughs> the LV yeah, the okay. LV circuit oh yeah you know in the industry that's how we talk oh I told you about the D you didn't believe me yeah that they just call sounds it. like something else a lot of people right. call it LV I'm just letting okay. you know alright I'm here to let you people know, and yes, welcome to another episode of American Riddle. I hate to turn Michael down, but I gots to, mm. you know what I mean? I just gots to do it. Uh, on to the next. So yeah, here we are, funky fresh, in the flesh, you know how we do it. Miriam's looking at me like I'm crazy, but of course, she has to stand in a long line of people that also look at me like <laughs> I'm crazy. Her and my son. I was going to say your son definitely no, does that. They do, man. They, they, all of them, people, you guys don't even know. I'm telling you. They, we do. My That's son, why we shake he looks at me, you know, just doesn't approve of some of the things that come out my mouth, you know. But I got to test the waters with him. I got to keep him on his toes. Yeah, you if definitely you have, provoke it. If you, have, if you have children or if you're, you don't have children and you have parents or friends, you, you know, you, you always got to keep them on their toes to make sure they're listening, paying attention. Mm. 
You know, so you got to drop stuff on them. Like my, what? I don't know. You know, my, <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you mean? Like what? Do you put me on the spot? I don't have anything prepared. I don't, have any, <laughs> I don't have any notes or nothing like that. You know, I'm freestyling. That's how we do it here. Funky fresh. That's right. In the flesh. <laughs> and you know I'm deaf. You know what I mean? Fresh to death. Ain't nothing left. Oh, wow. Uh, what do you want me to What do you want? What more do you want from American Riddle? And, uh, yeah, be sure you guys share this with a friend because uh, we've been getting uh, more and more hits. So mm. I appreciate you guys, you know, reposting. If I drop something on Facebook or Twitter, share it with a friend. Post a review on iTunes because that's, uh, that's how we do what? I don't know why. That's how we grow. Oh. What do you mean you don't know why? Well, you keep telling me to put one up. I'm gonna, I don't know how to write a review about myself. So No, you don't write it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> what? That would be bad. Because it would say, from Miriam Kazi. Miriam is a great, she's got a great voice. You're going to have to create an alien. That's what everyone keeps saying. Yeah, they like, they love, the world has been taken by storm by the Taz. You know what I mean? The Taz. You know, the Tazi. The angry African. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? She's, she's, she's an, she is an African with attitude. There's nothing wrong All with that. All Africans have attitude. There's nothing new there. So it doesn't. Kind of means the same thing. Yeah, no, it's just good. Saying. If you didn't have attitude, you'd just be. You'd be like a hipster. You know what I mean? Hipsters don't have attitude, do they? Eh, hmm? There's more nerd, nerd, nerdiness. A hipster's not a nerd, though. There's definitely some nerdiness to a hipster. Really? Some of the things they talk about, of course. I don't know. I got issues with the whole shebang. I like that word, the shebang. My what gra- was the nincompoop was the word you, told me you brought out yesterday. Well, those are words. Know. Yes, like, those are. That's that. a lost art. Nincompoop. Okay. Yeah, I'm surrounded by. Spell nincompoop. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't even know. We can we can look it up. N i n right origin. I don't know. Nincompoop. Is it look really is, poop? There's nincompoopery also. <laughs> what the hell is nin nincompoopery? That must just be just. Look at that. The the beliefs and behaviors of a nincompoop. Okay. Oh, my God. There's a whole <laughs> list of things. Well, yeah, I say I say nincompoop and uh, shebang. Shebang I picked up from my grandfather. He got mad. I think he got mad at my old man one time. <laughs> they were arguing about something. And uh, my grandfather was like, forget it then. You can take the whole shebang. Man, I heard that. You know... When 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 adults and yeah you have to understand the riddle household very loud people believe mm. it or not mm. very very loud people and uh, everything was like just loud talking loud laughing shouting you know it's it's all the same even in good times you know it's <laughs> like just super loud and so they, they were they were in the, in the midst of an argument. This was an argument. They were going back and forth. When Grandpa said, you know, when he said you can take the whole shebang, that was it. He was done with the conversation. When somebody, <laughs> especially an old school person, tells you to take the whole shebang, you're done. There's no more, right? You know, old school dudes, you know, they carry a different weight with them. Yes. You know what I mean? It's just. Uh, There's more weight to the, what they say. Straight up. He had a hat and a blazer. You know what I mean? My grandfather had the <laughs> attache case with the gloves. And the scarf, you know, wow. the mustache. <laughs> My grandfather was the real deal. It sounded pretty cool. Straight up, man. It was the real thing. deal. So, yeah, I say nincompoop. Well, because motherfuckers are morons. I know. What am I supposed to do? 
I mean, morons. No one really says morons. You do too. I say more. I do. Yeah. Of course I do. But I'm just saying <laughs> outside of anyone in this studio, mm. very few. I mean, who says it? How many? You can go out today. How many people are going to say moron? Not that many. No. Not really. Mm. I say be. moron, moronic. Yeah. <laughs> nincompoop. Now I got nincompoopery. <laughs> I got that one now. I say Nimrod. Yeah, uh, you do say Nimrod. I try not to because I had a friend of mine named Nimrod. But so it I tried. It's not said. It's not pronounced. It's actually pronounced it. Nimrod. <laughs> Nimrod. Why are you speaking out of your nose now? Nimrod. <laughs> that's. It's, it, but that, that's Hungarian, right? Yeah. Mm. But I say Nimrod. <laughs> Emphasis on the rod. But I. <laughs> but I do that a lot, right? What do you yeah. want me to do, right? No, we were in a um, uh, we were in a shop uh, a store yesterday, my son and I, and uh, we were killing time because we were going out to dinner as we u- usually do on uh, certain days out of the week. You know, I pick them up, and uh, we were uh, we were somewhere I don't know where we were. Oh no, we went to the DSW shoe warehouse. Mm. I was just look, browsing, looking at stuff I can't buy right now, mm. nice shoes and stuff, and just just going through just one shoe after the other. So I was looking at a pair of uh, running shoes. And so I pulled them out, and I was like, uh, you know, we were just walking down the aisle, and I sat down, and I pulled, you know, a size out that I thought was my size, and I was looking around, and I was like, man, there's no Brannock device. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, <laughs> he, what the hell is that? That's, he, he was like, he was like, uh, I was like, how am I supposed to measure my foot without the, 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 the Brannock device? No, I do know, but I was just, I like to say that name. I didn't remember those. That's the, that. the that's the the little chromes, the silver thing you yeah. put your foot in. Yeah, they so, are gone. They don't exist anymore. No, now it's like a, a a piece of paper or something with like different shoe sizes. It's crazy. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. Because people are lazy. It what costs money. Shoehorns. People don't use shoehorns really anymore. It costs either. money. If you you remember that it was a. St- I'm looking at a picture of it right now. So the the Brannock device was a steel looking yeah, contraption. Yeah, like a little like adjuster. Oh, yeah. Like it would, I, I would yeah, when it was I was like a kid. The perfect measurement of your foot. When I was a kid, I would run around when you go shopping. You go to a shoe store or something. What I just my feet? yeah. I just put my <laughs> foot in it because I always thought maybe, maybe that's I'd why they don't make any. Get two of them and go skiing. You know what I mean? That's hood skiing. You gotta go ice to the, skating. Yeah, that too, which I can't do. Uh, but the um, yeah, thin ankles <laughs> doesn't doesn't work out too well. It's not a good day for Malcolm Riddle if he has to go ice skating. I embarrassed myself one time. I embarrassed myself a lot, but <laughs> I went with this chick one time, right? And uh, her parents were there, and they were like, "Yeah, let's go ice skating." I was full panic mode. <laughs> All after, like leading up to it, it was like late morning into the afternoon. And I was just like, fuck, there's no way I can look cool. <laughs> there's no way I can look cool and do this. There was an episode of Happy Days where, where the Fonz went uh, roller skating. And it was just the same way where the bat, he couldn't. And it's the Fonz. Keep in mind. He do not look cool if you Keep in do. mind, Miriam Tazi. The Fonz wears a leather jacket. I know you're, you're a big fan. Right? The collars popped. And a white tee. What do I got on right now? Same look. What am I wearing? What are my collars right now? That's crazy. Are they not popped? Yeah, they are popped. Word. (laughs) So the point I'm trying to make, the Fonz, all right? Boy. That's right. Went roller skating. Didn't look cool. (laughs) No, it did not look cool at all. And so I went went on this, this ice skating rink. 
And I, the whole time I'm just panting. Like, you know, I, 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 I'm pretty sure I positioned myself to the point where everything was cool. Even when I was lacing up, like I'm going to get on that thing <laughs> and master it. I, I, I don't even think I ever went ice skating up until that point. Yeah, I was going to say, you've never ever gone before, huh? I was like, how hard? I can roller skate a little bit. Oh, can you roller blade? No. That's why really would I do that? Similar. Why, would I, why would I embarrass myself? Well, I mean, I'm just saying it would help the roller or the ice skating aspect of it. I found it to be very similar. I learned how to ice skate in Africa, so. They ice skate in Africa? Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> but yeah, I learned bowling and ice skating. Mm, mm, mm. Come here. Come come over here for a minute so I can show you this. So this is the Fonz. I'm going to play the clip, but I don't know if it, it will. Why is it? First of all, I ain't a mister, and second of all, why don't you go up and play? So for some reason, the Fonz is coming out only on the left for audio. He wants us to get out of here because he doesn't know how to skate. He doesn't know how to skate. Nah, 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 nah. So the kids are teasing the Fonz because he's holding for dear life on the rail. It doesn't show the whole thing, but when he goes out there, he's 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 wigging out. Like I mean, he's he knows there's no way for him to keep the title. Not the cool. There's no way you can keep the title. So 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 anyway, I'm lacing up. I remember this is just like it was yesterday. It's horrible, <laughs> traumatizing, horrible experience. I laced it up, laced them all up tight. You know what I mean? You're Went supposed out there. To. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I was like, <clears throat> please God, let my ankles get thick. All of a sudden, you know, because you, you just have to have strength right there. You know what I mean? Or balance or but coordination. It's, yeah, it's a combination. Of a lot of things that I don't possess, <laughs> you, know, you know. So I, and I tried going out there. I knew from the second that blade, <laughs> the second that blade touched down, I knew it was over. I fall? knew it was over. I, I held on to that rail <laughs> for dear life. Couldn't look, couldn't. Couldn't look cool to save my... And I was sweating on top of that. It was cold out. When you go to an ice ice rink, it's mm-hmm. cool, yeah. right? I yeah. was sweating. My underarm, everything. Just It was that much panic. Oh. And it was painful. It was painful <laughs> for me. And I kept trying. <laughs> I couldn't do it. My legs... It was just... It was... It was it, yeah. It, it, just, it was a bad experience overall. Horrible experience. Yeah, and everybody was making fun of me, the parents, everyone. You know what I mean? It was just it's embarrassing. I tried to laugh at myself because that usually works. I poke fun at myself. I tried to suck it up, but deep down in my heart of hearts, I knew epic <laughs> on on mega proportions. So never again? No. There's no black people out there anyway. <laughs> you know? The fuck was I doing? Huh? What I thought I was going to be the Jackie Robinson of ice skating? <laughs> Doesn't work. Mm-mm. Oh my god! It wasn't meant to be for Malcolm Riddle that day, people. I kind of wish I saw that. It wasn't meant. Why was I even? Oh yeah, so we were. Why was I talking about Ice Skate the Fonz and all that? Forgot what I was talking about. But I was I'm talking about your son. Yeah. Well. Yeah. We went out. I'm a DSW. Yeah. We, okay. The Brannock <laughs> device. Yeah. So when I, when, yeah, when you put the the, the Brannock device on, when I say that, I'm like, there's no Brannock devices here. What type of shoe shoe store is this? And he goes, no one even knows. No one even knows what that is, Dad. Why do you even know that? 
Okay. So we're looking through and I, I'm looking through all these shoes and I'm going through. I found these running shoes. I was like, I need a pair of good running shoes. You know, I was like, you know, we're going through. I looked at a pair of New Balances and I put them on and then I, I, I picked up another pair and I opened the box up and it was somebody's old beat up shoe. What? Yep. Old beat up, busted, dirty, crusted. We both looked at each other. <laughs> we both looked at them and paused for a second, like like in shock. Like I was like, someone just did the the switcheroo. <laughs> yeah. So going back to nincompoop and everything else, switcheroo is another word that could be lost, you know, amongst of 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 words that uh, no one says anymore. So I was like, man, and, and Justin goes, well, you think we should alert someone? I think we should we should do the right thing and tell someone. And I was like, well, that's gonna probably open up a whole nother can of worms <laughs> that i don't have time for son and then you know i started thinking about it since he already called it out and called me out you know what I mean? you got to do the right thing right yeah so we look at it and i call call the guy wave my finger up in the air and he that, comes you really that's how you called the guy well he was he you was talking well he was talking you do this too? yeah Come no here. i wait uh, the finger i just <laughs> sir i think it could move the two fingers i think it started out as one and you just kind of you know, you just like you're calling a cab, right? Hailing a yeah, cab. Yeah, you know, just flick it. Okay. So I just flicked it because he was in a conversation. So I was like, just to get his attention, right? <laughs> it, that's not threatening or, or it's not intimidating. or It's not, not about intimidating. It's, it's just not, like, I don't like to be called over. No, I'm not. I'm not waving <laughs> you in. I'm not doing that. Like the reverse wave come to me. Yeah. No, I didn't. Like, yeah. I didn't clap twice. Like. Servants, come, boy. I didn't do that, but mm-hmm. I just, you know, do the two fingers up, and he came over, and I was like, uh, I think someone did the old switch, <laughs> and I thought I said a roux, but apparently I left the roux off. So my son pointed out <laughs> that after we had the conversation, and then the dude wanted to, he, well, you know, I noticed you're looking for, are you looking to run? Or I was like, well, I need something comfortable because I'm on my feet sometimes. And, and he was like, he couldn't understand why I was looking at running shoes. And I was like, well, look, man, I work multiple jobs. Sometimes I'm on my feet. I go into the whole story, <laughs> which I wanted to avoid. That's why I didn't want to do the right thing. But my son pointed out, you know what I mean? Because I knew it was going to be. Uh, we're going to get engaged into a conversation and then he wanted to show me some other shoes that were comfortable and it just, you know, 10 minutes later, you know, I'm like, look, I'll be back. I just wanted to let you know that somebody, you know, did the the switch and left their shoes in there, you know, and Justin was like, but you only said switch. You didn't say a rule. And I was like, really? Because I thought I said switch a rule. And he was like, nope, you said switch and you pointed and then you didn't say anything. You paused. And I was like, so I left the Aru <laughs> out when I dropped a dime on the criminal that left his beat up buckled shoes in there. That's what that you're telling so me. Weird. He was like, there was no Aru. <laughs> <laughs> there was no Aru in there. You just said switch. You did the old switch. <laughs> and I was like, damn. I was like, all right, well, it's a switcheroo. You know what He's I mean? He's definitely your son. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, and we did manage to walk around and look at a couple other shoes. He saw a bunch of slippers. You know the slippers with the fur and it's like a mm-hmm. it's like a loafer slipper with a hard bottom. Yeah, the was, ones that you can actually wear outside to go pick up that's your newspaper. What he said. <laughs> that's what he said. He was like, you know, a lot of kids wear these to school. And I was yeah, like, that's yeah. not a good thing. I was like, they're lazy. Yeah. He was like, they're hipsters. 
<laughs> and I call them hipsters, and, and they always say they're not. But you know what the number one rule of a hipster is? Denial. <laughs> I was like, yeah, denial. They'll deny it, but they're really a hipster. Yeah, if you wear slippers or any, you know. He was like, and then we, he was trying to, for some reason, he might, he might even have a pair because he was like, you know, these would be nice to wear around the house. Oh. And I was like, yeah, they could be. I was like, nah, I don't think You're I would wear them myself. Dude, I was like, you know, I was like, what if you get into a fight? What if something comes and yeah. you got to get down the street really fast and you got slippers on? Or babooshes. You can't wear ba- <laughs> babooshes. You can't do any survival tactics wearing No, babooshes, slippers, you can only go forward. You or, can't go backwards, sideways. There's none of that. It's forwards. If you do, they come off <laughs> and they slip. A babouche <laughs> is for those of you listening. A babouche is like a what is it? Is it it's only a Moroccan f- slipper? Yep, and it's made sharp. Out of leather. Well, there's different ones. They're the very pointy, pointy ones. Then there's other ones that are marakshis that are the rounded They're like ones. Peter Pan shoes, <laughs> but without the back part. There's no. no there's no back. There's, Some of them do come with the back. You now. just slide your foot in, <laughs> and that's it. With a very pointy. yeah, people wear them with their jlebas, like when they go to the mosque and stuff, or when they just go out and run errands. They wear something over all their clothes and their babooshes. You should wear combat boots. No combat boots. Or no tennis shoes. Combat boots. Tennis shoes. Uh uh-uh, uh that's an American thing. <clears throat> people you, don't wear tennis shoes like when they're going out, or even just a pair of shoes. Yeah, but that's when you're dressed. Up. You shouldn't even be wearing gowns, no, it's babooshes. Not a gown. <laughs> you shouldn't be wearing none of that stuff. It's the tradition. Yeah, I understand that. But like I said, when the shit hits the fan, you got to be. That's just one of the things I think I, I learned in Flint, Michigan was uh, was uh, uh, just just being ready. You just got you know, for a while. I used to wear my Adidas with no shoestrings in them, or I would wear the the big fat laces. And you get into a, a predicament. Yeah, you, just, you actually just wear the shoes like slippers. You don't actually tie the laces. You, you get put your foot in. Right? Yeah, you get into a predicament. Those things go flying. <laughs> yeah. I learned that the hard way. One time, loose and shit. One time it's we was getting. We, we were we were we were someplace. I don't know where we were at. It was me, um, uh, Amato Saldana. Uh, I think it was Mike J, aka Blair, aka Dutch, aka you know what I mean, Stone. <laughs> you know, and okay. uh, I think Earl Cameron was with us. It was it was, I, and I could get them wrong but it was a crew sometimes we would crew up always did when we went out and then one you know it doesn't matter what side of flint you went on even if you went on a date you always crewed you always yeah, you, you said know that be a couple people with you <clears throat> just in case mm-hmm. you know what i mean it was just that's just how how you just learn that really quick so uh we were somewhere riding around i think it was a house party or something like that and it was like the way Flint and the, the, the greater Flint area outside of Flint, there are, you know, different cities. And this was like a corn-fed city, which basically means it's like all big corn-fed white boys, just big, big dudes or something. I, I don't even know which city it could have been in. Could have been Mount Morris. Could have been further out. I'm not sure. But the point is we were someplace, pissed off some dudes couldn't make it to the car, got chased by about 20 to 30 people, big, just big college, bucking, <laughs> blonde dudes, just big with sticks and bats. Oh, and no. We were on the run. What did Malcolm Riddle have on? Big Pe- fat lace yep, shoes. Yeah, big loose fat laced Adidas on and it had to scale a fence really fast. Oh, no. Scaled it, shoes still on when I landed in the soft... <laughs> Rain soaked mud on the stuck. bottom, got stuck in and lost a shoe. 
lost his shoe, took two or three steps and just felt wet, <laughs> moist, dark, soaked mud on my feet, go between my toes and knew something was amiss. Ew. Something wasn't right here. It was rotten in Denmark, as they say. Something was just Why does not... this remind me of your cowboy shoe episode? <laughs> it's, it's pretty traumatic, man. Those Why are does two, this keep happening two to Two episodes where I lose my favorite shoes. Oh. So... The, so <laughs> common theme. So uh, yeah. So so anyway, I'm 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 running. I took a few steps we, when we jumped the fence. It was a uh, what was it? I think it was a, a railroad track or something, and bushes, all these shrubs and stuff. So we were trying. We were just trying to get the hell out. Mm. You know what I mean? And um, and uh, I had to take a few steps. Took a few steps back. Had to dig my shoe out. Brand new, fresh white, <laughs> fresh white. Adidas, you know, and uh, yeah, they were covered in mud. Sucks. And ever since then, <laughs> really, you stopped doing that. Well, yes. I mean, I still would wear the fat laces, but sometimes I would have them fat, and maybe the last, the last couple, I would tie them a little tighter, uh, tie them actually instead yeah. of not. Um, or if I'm in some place where I know they're that, if I sense I'm going into a an area, I might tie them before. Just in case, you know what I mean. Hold when on, you guys. get out of the car, where are we going? Yep. Let me tell my Let me fix my. You know where some people would, you know, go powder their nose. You know what I mean. Put some rouge on. You know they, you know, same little, thing. Little, yeah, little little perfume. You know what I mean. Little mm. little eyeliner. Malcolm really? Riddle would just, uh, you know, <laughs> make sure his shoes is tight in case he has to get out fast. You know, it says so, a lot about you. Well, not you. You got to be ready though. You do. You just you and you got to cover your feet. Okay, rule number one. Oh, Lord. Here we okay. go. You do. You do got to cover them. No flip-flops. Anyone who wears flip-flops would not make it in Flint, Michigan. I don't even think you see flip-flops <laughs> in Flint, Michigan. Well, it's also colder there most of the time. Right? It don't mean nothing. I see, I see dudes all the time. Right now, it's cold it's out. Stupid. I guarantee you I'll see some flip-flops That's today. Dumb. Straight really? up. Ash foot. Ew. Some Indian dude. You know what I mean? The monks, they, they, it's like home. Motherfuckers <laughs> got... Hard ass foots, straight up. You know what I mean? That dudes are ready. They could probably kick, kick you, and it's like, you know what I mean? It's like a saddle leather or something. Really? What? I'm, hey, I'm just telling you what I know. So that prepared me. That's why you don't see Malcolm Riddle in any slippers, anything like that. I'm prepared. I'm prepared, Mariam Tazi. What do you want me to say? Mean, you look at me like I'm crazy. I, I I can relate. I did the same thing, but I never lost a shoe. It was more a question of more support holding my ankles, <laughs> running around in my jobs. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just easier. You you don't know what's going to go down. That's all I'm saying. That's true. I don't know what's going to go down, and I can't be caught in no babooshes. I wear my babooshes at home. I don't wear them out. I don't know what I wear. I like socks. You know what I mean? Yeah, or put a pair of tennis shoes on, running shoes. See, that's weird. Running shoes in the home as slippers. That's just. Well, I mean, when you, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. <laughs> it, you know, everyone's got their style. W- would I be opposed to some slippers? Uh, yes. <laughs> Didn't you say your mom got you some and you never wore She gives me slippers, a whole bunch of stuff all the time. That, I, that Yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, I don't want to get into this conversation. Uh, <laughs> Give me gift cards. You know what I mean. Gift cards, underwear, T-shirts, mm. socks, any color. I don't need socks with personality. I don't need the, the happy face socks or gator socks. 
you know, stripes. I don't need rainbow socks, <laughs> stars on them, you know, wine socks. I don't need any stuff like that. Just white socks, black socks, brown socks, gray socks, blue socks, <laughs> stuff like that. Basic, really basic stuff is all I need. So if you're going to get me anything, and I do appreciate people that do actually go out of their way and get me, you know, anything. It's nice, you know, it's appreciated. But like, keep in mind, if you get me like slippers, <laughs> you know, any type of slipper or flip flop, um, it's just going to. Even gonna- the way you say those words, <laughs> you're like disgusted. You're like, what are the, what's the point of them? There's no. There is a point. For my lifestyle. Yeah, no, I get it. For my lifestyle. I got that. (laughs) Okay, for my lifestyle. It's not like I'm still in like Flint, Michigan and I'm on the run or something like that. But I'm I'm ready. That's and that's that's that's, good to be prepared. That's the thing that people aren't. They're they're soft. They're not ready. Mm. You know what I mean? You know, they're comfortable. (laughs) I don't want to be that comfortable. Okay. You know? If you ever see me in cargo shorts and flip flops, that's an imposter. I can't even. That's an imposter. You should run the other way. The shit happened. Invasion of the body snatchers or the thing. Something has taken over what the the person you knew you thought was Malcolm Riddle at Amy. Don't even get close. Don't even get close. Don't get close. Or something's going to just shoot out of its neck. And like- yeah, a web. <laughs> a web will come out and, and just ruin you. You would be done. You'd be in a cocoon. <laughs> You'd be done. That ain't me. That, that you, you would know. Like if you ever see that. Something. Unless I'm like 68 or something. You know, and I got a robe on. And I'm like babbling to myself. Then yeah, you know, oh. then maybe you know something, something. But but if you like to t- tomorrow, if I'm just walking down the street, like is that Mal- is that Malcolm? No, <laughs> cargo flip flop. That ain't that's run for the hills. Run! You just <laughs> take oh off. God. Just take off screaming. The world. That's when you know the aliens came. Okay. That's when you know. All right. Straight up, they got that motherfucker. Anyone can get God. That's the, that's the God. You learned it here, folks. What in the world is going on with this podcast today? Yeah, babushes. Yeah, your old man can have those. Oh, yeah. My I'm dad likes the pointy you. ones. Every time I go to Morocco, I get a new pair. Mm. I don't, I'm not a big fan of the pointy ones. I've, a lot of people make fun of them. They call them elf like shoes. A, there's a question mark on it or something. Well, that's the design, man. That's the Designer design. slippers. Designer well, the women ones have like beads and like... Babushes. Yeah. Bling on them. Uh-huh. Bling oh, on yeah. the... Bedazzled. I have some. They're orange and gold. <laughs> That's what they say. Bedazzled. Yeah, they're yes. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's when you know you're getting old. You know when you say. That's what they say. You know when you say stuff like that. You know what you guys say? Bedazzled. <laughs> what the hell is going on? Yeah, I get. But I, uh, but I am in agreement with your old man about the bathrooms. You got oh to, one of my hotel f- bathrooms are like the best, or just any bathroom. Well, they. Ha- <laughs> I like comfortable, 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 comfortable. I like a nice bathroom. Yeah, I mean, especially the ones with the napkins, the uh, the, the the hand towels and stuff. And sometimes the hand they, towels. Well, sometimes they have hand towels that they give you, but the the, the See, larger sized. Uh, I don't like the ones that you pull. That's I don't like, like a towel. those because sometimes more come out too. Oh, that you one. You know what I'm talking? That's about? not a good bathroom. No, it's a weird thing. I'm like, so how? The is one that, that that's that's round. Yeah. You only see those like in gas stations. 
You know what but, I mean? With, I've seen them in different places. I yeah, can't remember. That's I've not the in... place for me. <laughs> okay. that, that's not the place for me. <laughs> that's when you just wipe yeah, on your That's pants. when I don't even, I, I, you know, hope for the best. My little sister won't go on an, like those toilets that are electric where you get up and it flushes automatically. She will not. She's like, no, Miriam, let's not. No. And all she's yeah, like, in every are... airport they have that. I can't go to the bathroom in them. Why? Did yeah, but airport, airport bathrooms are horrible. They're nasty. You know, I mean, there have people cleaning you know how many them all asses? the time. Who sits on public toilets? I do. For, for real. When I go to hotels, like I tell you, I go to the Hyatt, and there's two different levels in the Hyatt uh, in, in, in Reston. They go, I never go to the downstairs one because uh, it's usually always full and it's just three. I go, I go upstairs where the, where the people are. Uh, you, you take know. your time. Oh, yeah. Take my jacket off. They even got a, like a coat rack. <laughs> so you can you can hang up your coat like on the door. And then there's wood slats. Oh, it's fancy. A thick wood door. Oh, and then there's like a ledge. So you can put your phone and your stuff. There's, wow. There's some nice bathrooms out there. Trust me. I know these things. You can go out there. You stretch your leg out a little bit. You know, shake off the long day. <laughs> That's so weird. Which leg? You <laughs> you gotta, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. You know, you got you to hold it together. I'm telling you, bathrooms are key. Yeah, he's all like the soap and the paper, the toilet paper and everything. Like the smell. He's like, it's lovely. You I don't know? like the automatic, uh, the automatic um, uh, water. Because it doesn't let you decide if you want hot or cold. It just is. Yeah. And then the soap one, too. Your mom is like, she's like, yeah, I just like gives these, you a, but it never seems to work. It gives you me. just a little. Like, well, this, I like the foam soap better than the, you know. Even still, it depends on how they have it set. Sometimes yeah. they also have the automatic, um, what is it? The automatic uh, uh, At least you don't have to towel. Touch anything. And it gives you two or three inches of towel. You know what I mean? They have, it's a setting that they can do, and it drives me insane. Yeah, you always have to do I like it the twice. blower one, the Dyson one. There's that's one actually you, really cool. You can put your hand in, and then there's one that's like super fast. I like those. They're really loud, but they're very yeah. effective. Yeah. All over the place on this podcast today. Just teaching you guys stuff about... Yeah, but you guys know about this. Everyone knows about every subject we just covered. Well, like, yeah, because I'm not, you know, I, I'm not the only one. <laughs> I might be the only one when it comes to flip flops. <laughs> you know, I'm sure. Matter of fact, I know I'm one of the few dudes in America that goes to the beach in, in tennis shoes. <sighs> so you know what I mean? So I mean, I will go barefoot. It's not like I got like you know, you know really janky feet or anything. But I, you know, I just at some point it, there, there's a time and place, and even still, you know what I mean. I don't like the sand getting in between the toes. I'm not going to get on this anymore. <laughs> you guys got the gist of it. You guys have heard me talk about You're this so a thousand particular times. About this. You know what I mean? Um, uh, yeah, I want to talk about, uh, I was going to talk about the controversy around the American sniper that's going on. I saw that film, really good film, very powerful film, catching a lot of heat on both sides of the fence. One, it's really good, making a lot of money. Two, it's, uh, uh, I, mean, I just think people want to argue just to argue. They want to inject their politics on everything, right? And yeah. I'm, 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 I am. I will admit it, and I'm sure I've admitted it on the podcast before. I'm a bit of a naive uh, moviegoer. When I go to the movies, I just want to be entertained, and I look at the the finished product as inter- entertainment, right? I do personally, and so sometimes I don't really absorb any political statements that are either hidden or not. But you still notice certain things. I'm certain sure. things, yeah. But when, when I saw that movie, I didn't see it for what 
some people calling it propaganda. Some people are calling it just outright lies, murderous. Some people calling it uh, heroic. Some people I didn't I looked at it as I kind of my take on it was it was a a film that uh, captured a particular point of view from someone that had a job to do and how it affected him and his family. That's how I came away with the movie. Again, some of that is a bit naive on my part. uh, But at the same time, you know, when, when people are criticizing Chris Kyle um, and, and I'm sure everyone listening knows uh, about American sniper, the latest Clint Eastwood movie that's nominated for like six Academy awards. Um, It's a, uh, you know, everyone from Howard Dean to Michael Moore um, to Seth Rogen, um, uh, Jesse Ventura, uh, and a host of other people are, are, you know, they've got something to say. Everyone's got something to say. You know what I mean? It's And it's all somewhat, you know, either leaned heavily on the left or on the right, you know. And, you know, me just being in the middle, it's just I looked at it as the type of inter- entertainment uh, it was. Uh, I thought it was a very entertaining movie. I thought it moved along at a great pace and a uh, very, uh, you know, sad film, you know, um, powerful at times, but uh, just overall sad on many, many levels. I think as a piece of art, as a piece of art, the artist's, completed their mission meaning an artist's job is to get emotion from the its audience right yeah right good bad doesn't matter i think he definitely did that i mean it's made well over 200 million at the box office (laughs) and it's still number one i mean it's climbing some people find it patriotic some people don't whatever i mean but that's just it i mean it's a decent really product. It, it, like it was just like the interview. When the interview came out, oh, you got to be patriotic and don't let anyone terrorize us and tell us what we can and can't go see it. Interview was a piece of shit. It was a bad movie. You know what I mean? It just was bad. It wasn't anything good about it. It just was a bad, tasteless film mm, that was mixed, made. Mixed things. Well, that was made by that very talented people. But again, the product was soft. It was weak. And that's my. My basic perception or, or review of that film, and of course, is based on other films that I worked that I've seen uh, them make. Um, it's a uh, uh, it's a uh, film that, uh, of course, has you know a lot of political backlash. Uh, the interview, but I mean, it's it, it was it was weak. What do you got going on over Nothing. there, woman? Um, it's yeah it's a it's a film that uh you know it's continuing to make a lot of money continuing to stir a lot of controversy but as a movie goer and that's one of the things that i do in my life when i go see a movie i'm i kind of want to be entertained i want to be taken somewhere unless i'm going into it to see a documentary or something like that and i'm looking for certain facts or something like that but I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, like man. I look for, I look for if I'm going to watch something like that, just historical. Even if it's, even if they like say, even if they say like it's that. a true story based on a true story, based on true events, they always change it, and they have the liberty to change it because it's not a documentary. It is not. It is a movie. It is a film. Uh, you know, uh, you could argue our snipers heroic. It's, I'm old school. It's war. 
Yeah. It's war. There are no rules in war. I know we want to hold ourselves up to some higher standard and say, you know, we've got the Geneva Convention and we got rules of engagement. And we've got all this stuff. But at the end of the day, man, that person that's on the field of battle has a job to do. What they and their their and their main mission is to get home alive. You know what I mean? It's only now that we know something about PSDs. You know what I mean? We we didn't. This wasn't this wasn't a normal thing to talk about twenty years ago, thirty years ago, maybe less than that. Now it's something that we all know and we hear about, and we're a little bit more educated about it. But what goes on there, you don't know. And even no, well, they're not allowed to talk about it too. When and they e- come back. yeah, and even even if uh, you know we've groomed our society to, you know, write tell-all books and do reality shows and make movies out of stuff like that. I don't know what's going on in a man's mind when he's writing that book. He might still be out of his mind. So when they say he's a liar and he said this, he might not even be. He's not the same. He's not the same person. No, definitely not. If you got over 160 kills, you're not the same person. I've never killed anyone, but if if you've even 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 punched someone, if you've even made someone inflicted a violent act on someone, even if it's yourself, it stays with you. Yeah, and you're not the same person. Your your innocence is is lost, um, and it could take years, if ever, for you to find you know yourself again into to you know I guess you could say reassimilate into society, be a protect productive member of society not to say that he wasn't chris kyle wasn't but at the same time you just don't know yeah there's stuff on record that he said and blah 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 blah. but you know i mean what 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 it's war there's always a war movie it's war man it always like it's nominated and it's always you know about patriotism you know patriotism nothing wrong with it there's nothing wrong being pro-american there's nothing wrong with 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 showing one side of the movie, Clint Eastwood has, has done some some very good things. I, I know that when he did, what did he do? The one letters from Iwo Jima, and he did he showed both sides. You know what I mean? Both sides of the story, but there's always two sides. There's always three sides, four sides. I mean, but it's funny how we have become a society, and maybe we've always been this way, but where we we just have to inflict our religious views or our political views to prove a point or to say, you know, this piece of art isn't worthy or this isn't some sort I mean, of moral value. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I mean, and then with Twitter and Facebook and, and, uh, all these different social media outlets, everyone just That's speaks. <laughs> Everyone's yeah. And granted, granted, um, That's the freedom That's of the, speech. That is, yes, of, you know? yes. That is, uh, uh, you know, one aspect of our freedoms that the same soldiers have put it on the line to make sure that we continue to have these freedoms, right? I guess, you know, think about it. Sure, but there are certain things that, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if... if the job itself, if you look at if, it, they say, oh... Having war in another country is going to, I guess it I guess it does protect yeah, but, our freedom. And, but then there's no, moments. but that's a whole other subject. That's like saying, oh, he wasn't a hero because the war that was sanctioned wasn't, you know, legit. It was, we went in and we invaded and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, we get that. But it doesn't matter. It's chain of command. The, 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 your boss issued an order. You have to go out there and do a job. 
you, you you could now you could say you know fuck it I'm not doing it you know and it's been done before and heroes have been made out of men that have refused to be you know inducted into the armed services uh but uh it's a um uh, for the ones that, that go and the ones that kill and that, that are there their their story is simple they're they're soldiers not only that think about it a lot of them are kids a lot of them are kids like yeah. like even some of the cats that we know that are 20 in their 20s they're not they're not ready no they're not ready they're not ready for the realities of life now imagine if you give them a gun and say this is what you have to do it's uh, some of them have them yeah it's a uh you know it it's something that we definitely wouldn't want for ourselves or our our children and uh you you really you sh- you can't judge without actually going through that and i respect you can, someone sacrificing themselves for their country i respect that it's just yeah, you can question yeah. like why, like was it worthy? Was it just? Was it you know? Could did it have? Do we have to take that that position, that stance, that mm. route, go down that road? Those are all yeah. different there conversations. Really no way, other way to you know com- connect to another country or communicate or you know do politics. Oh yeah, we could we could talk. We could have that. Yeah, we could have that conversation. But at the same time, it's a um, it's an area where you're taking orders. Yeah, no. It's just like your job. You do, you do stuff. You do stuff uh, for no, your the, job that you don't want to do. The manager you show, told me to do it. I got to do it. No questions asked. Yeah, yes. okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you got to do it. And soldiers are just a different breed, anyway. You, you know what have I mean? Too much of an opinion, unfortunately. So he's got to go out there. He's got to perform a job, and uh, you know, do what he feels is right. Now, Are you if he trained. Now, if he feels in this case, if the sniper feels like he's not going to do something, he won't, and it could cost. A lot of lives, you know what I mean. So these guys are on point; they're trained and they carry out a lot of missions. I don't get that deep into it when I'm watching, in this case, a movie. But yeah, there are things that we need to look at that I think we, as a country, need to look at uh, that we could do better. But then there's a lot of stuff we don't even know. Like I don't yeah. know what's going on on an executive level. We don't know the, oh, the definitely. The, we don't know protected, quote unquote. You know, from, but there's, there's the information the out there that we can't even handle. You know what I mean? There's stuff that the president. I don't care which president it is, whether it's Bush, Obama, or whomever. There's information out there that keeps this machine going. That it, the general public, you know, they can't even handle if the power goes out. <laughs> the fuck they gonna handle the real news? You know what I mean? Yeah. If their show gets canceled, or if they're if the if, if the game gets postponed because the president is speaking or something like that, motherfuckers freak out. You lose power for two days. Then you know it's yeah. We had a so, dusting of snow, and it's like imagine oh. if you knew what really was going on behind closed doors. You know what I mean? Everyone. I like can. to know the truth. I feel like I can handle more than more than most, I guess. But uh, but yeah, no. There's definitely stuff that we don't know about that would probably make us freak out. Yeah, well, I mean... There's also a reason why we only use a certain percentage of our brains. (laughs) Like, if you could actually read minds, would you want to? But, and that's, that's, well, no. No, well, you can now. That's the whole point of uh, social media. And and I've said time Uh and time again, there's some things you're not supposed to comment on. (laughs) You don't speak out of turn. (laughs) It ain't your turn. Don't speak out of turn. So many people speak out of turn. So many people comment on stuff. So many people tweet stuff. You know what I mean? Then they're apologizing or getting in trouble. They're getting fired or, 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 you know, you see it every day, right? You see it every day. We are not meant to know 
everything. You know what I mean? You're not. You're not. You're not meant to know everything. There's plenty. Of, I'd say I. I I don't care. I don't. I hold <laughs> really? back. I think I, I do like social media, and I'd say I tweet a very small, maybe five percent or less of things that uh, that go on my, in my mind. And there's some things where I w- would I think about it, tweeting or posting or whatever, and I don't. It's just like the world doesn't need to know this. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. I could easily, I could see how you could easily fall into that because I do enjoy social media. But I mean, the world doesn't, they don't need to know every, every thought that comes. We're not supposed to know that. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're not supposed to see it either on Instagram or we're not, <laughs> right? You're not. I don't play but that now, much on it. So but I now you do. Agree. But you see it, though. You do monitor. Yeah, it's annoying right. yeah. sometimes. Yeah. It's just like, really? Are, People complain a shit ton, too. And you're like, yeah. why are you complaining about everything? Yeah. You know, this is not... I don't want to hear your negativity, you know? It's kind of bringing me down. <laughs> you know, oh, I hate waiting for people. Yeah. Okay. That's how they sound. Everybody, well, I don't know. That that's how annoying, I read it. <laughs> that is an annoying voice. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. My life sucks. Yeah, it's just too much. FML. Yeah. Mm. I don't. I don't care. You know, give me something a little inspiring, or even those. Even those get. get, 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 get I don't. I don't like a do-gooder or someone. Yeah, or saving every dog on the fucking planet. <laughs> someone posted the other day. It was a dog with no mouth. He's got oh, hurt. I mean, goddamn. Depressing. Yeah, it's just uh, so much. Or someone's out volunteering all the t- Look, motherfucker, okay? That's a good way to get... I won't, like, boot someone off, but I'll hi- I don't want to see the feed. You know, you're doing too much good shit. <laughs> all right, motherfucker? You, 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 you don't like the um, gooders, I know. Not too much good. <laughs> not too... I was like, there's a time and place. Like, you had Mother Teresa. You know what I mean? Mm, you had... Gandhi. You, yeah, you had certain people. And, and you know... It's good, right? I don't. Yeah, it's good. You know, I want if I see somebody in their twenties, you know what I mean. If I see a hot chick and she's in her twenties, she's doing all. I want to see her do something bad. You know what I mean? Do something bad. Show a titty. Weird. Something like that. You know what I mean? Get some dirty. Yeah. Get a <laughs> creepy old man. <laughs> you know syndrome. what I mean? Show me a glass shoe or something. You know what I mean? The clear shoe. Give me a. <laughs> What's Chris Rock saying? Why don't you just look at porn then? Huh? I do. Yeah. I do. I like it. <laughs> I like it. You know what I mean? You know you're old, too, when you just admit stuff freely. No shame at all. You know? But the, my point my point is, mm-hmm. yes, if it's too much, you know, you're just doing too much for the hood. Too much damn giving and stuff. And, and, you know, we need John Lennon. You know what I mean? We need stuff like that. We need people. But, damn, tone it down a little bit. You know? You're such a hater. You can't, you can't I mean, hate on goodness. No. No, you can't. Right? But I do. <laughs> I do, but that's also you know sometimes sometimes you know, when I, I volunteered for the UNICEF, you're like you're such a do-gooder. I was like, yeah, this motherfucker's hating on. Like, I'm trying I'm to get water to people, and you're complaining about not having water in Detroit. Well, you know, do-gooders are the ones that bring the water. Okay, I, mean, I don't, I don't really hate on. She's yeah. throwing me under the bus, people. <laughs> yeah. Okay. She is. Uh, yeah. You try to it. hate on stuff that I, you know, I I studied and did. How dare you? <laughs> Jeez. Hater. No, I don't. I mean, you know, what I'm supposed to do? I got to keep people grounded. You know what I mean? It's like my son. You know what I mean? I got to break him down. I got to break him down. Destroy him in basketball. I do. <laughs> I do. Just you can't destroy. let him win. You can't let everyone win. They got to have some L's because it balances it out. You know what I mean? Mm. Balance it out. If you don't, if you have all all ups, all wins, 
all victories, you're going to be wearing flip-flops and shit. <laughs> you'll be chilling. You'll be loose. I got to keep like, you on. I got to keep you on your toes. In American Miriam schools, Tassi. people are very positive yeah. and supportive. Yeah, my son. And French schools, no, they really make you feel like an idiot. My uh, for the world. I prepare you. I prepare you. My <laughs> son. The other day, the same day last night, we went out to dinner. We met some friends. And he, case in point, case in point, people. Mm. Case in point. He um, <laughs> case in point. He said. Uh, he said. Uh, Say that one more time. Case in point. <laughs> so he. Two things happened to him, right? He got the he got a pimple. He got his first pimple. Oh right? no! Yeah, he got his first pimple right on his beak. Right oh on, no! Right on the right on the tip, right on the tip of his nose. Right? I, I pointed it out. I was like, "Damn, well, you got a you got a pimple, Rudolph the Red Nose Rain." You know what I mean? I bust his balls. Mm. You know what I mean? But he takes it good. He takes it well. You know, he doesn't he doesn't cry. He doesn't you know? Does he just laugh. Doesn't retreat. He shakes me off. Looks at me like you do. Just like, <laughs> what's this guy talking? About? You know. But he was a little, little embarrassed. But I was like, yeah, don't worry about it. So I gave him the whole spiel about pimples and you know, what I mean, how to take care of your face and stuff. Don't try to you know, bust it or anything like that. You know, burst or bust. Both. Okay. Um, <laughs> But he still had it. So you know, when I when I when, when I met up with him yesterday, I was like, "Oh, it's still there. It looks a little brighter." And he was like, "Yeah, I thought the kids were all going to make fun of me at school, call me names and stuff, but no one said anything." And I was like, "Yeah, they got their own problems to deal with. <laughs> believe you me, a lot of those kids is on on all sorts of pills and drugs, and God yeah. knows what the, what's going on." So he goes, he goes, "Yeah, my friend, I forget his name. I think it was Ricky or something like that. I forget. No, it was it was a it was a different name, like uh, a deal or something, uh, a meal." I, I, Something. It was something like that. A, a, a deal or some 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 name, right? Okay. He goes, yeah, my friend. He's he's, he's kind of you know he's funky. You know what I mean? And I've always, I've told my son, yeah, like funky like he smells. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so we got on the subject of you know letting you know. So I was like, some people let you know, some people don't. So you know, you don't worry about your your pimple. Let it go away. It's no big deal. And he goes, yeah, well, you know, I you know my my buddy, he uh he has a funny odor. You know, it's. He, he, you know, he has a funny smell to him. And I was like, all people have funny smells to him. A lot, a lot of times it has to do with what you eat. You know what I mean? Um, uh, you know, I was like, some people, you know, uh, say that uh, Americans smell like the food that, that we eat. A lot of burgers and meats and stuff. I, you know, I don't. I smell like Irish Spring. <laughs> I smell like, you know what I mean? I smell like Irish Spring and lotion. I keep it real. I keep it simple. You know what I mean? I don't have a fragrance. So you can't identify them. You know, I smell like... like Mm, tied, you know, no perfumes, <laughs> nothing. Yeah, clean, clean. That's what I. That's what I try to teach him. And he was like, "Yeah, well, he. I guess he tried to pass some some information on to his boy because his boy was smelling like cabbage or something." He said, and I was like, uh, "I was like, word." And he was like, uh, "Word." And I was like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> "I was like, so I was like, uh, I was like, what part? What, what is his body? He goes, well, his jacket, his clothes were smelling really bad in his locker." So I told him to get a. Uh, I told him Air to get. Air freshener. Yeah, he said. I told him to get one of the trees because <laughs> oh. he likes the trees in my car. I use vanilla Roma. You know like what I mean? Seventy of them. That's right. I use vanilla Roma because I'm a pimp. That's what pimps do. So like uh, vanilla. So. <laughs> vanilla. So he told his boy to get one. His boy took the advice and went and got a peach. <laughs> peach he goes he got the horrible the worst smelling one it was so strong and perfumed and he put it in his locker and it just mixed in and smelled so bad i was like you should have told me to get some febreze then yeah 
Because I did tell him that. I was like, what's well, good? You know what I mean? Your boy took your advice. You guys, you know, got each other's back. Yeah. He's still funky. But uh, <laughs> God damn. I was like, yeah, you got to watch that stuff. Because I was like, it, it, you know, the tide could turn. You know, you got to watch your own. You don't know what's going to happen. And then he was telling me another story about. Uh, oh, teenage you know, boys. I got into something. But uh, yeah, he, got, he was like, uh, it snowed here recently. Blizzard came through. But it was, you know, just a little oh, snow. Oh, come on. Snow. And they got a little bit of snow at his mom's house. And he was like, yeah. Uh, my uh, my friend came over into my neighborhood and he made sixty dollars shoveling snow, and he, he was like, uh, "I was like, ho 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 ho, someone came in to your hood <laughs> on your territory, yeah, on your turf, yeah, and made money, yeah." That shouldn't even go down. I was like, and you didn't get any? No. I'm like, man, you know, you got to work on that, man. He goes, but I, I can't. My mom doesn't let me leave the house, you know, on snow days. I can't, I can't go outside into the neighborhood. You know, he's got rules and stuff yeah. like that. So he's really, it was impacting him. So I got to stay on him. Again, I got to keep him on his toes, get him thinking. And uh, we were at dinner and we met a friend of mine named Mark, who I work with. And Mark and I were just just drilling him, just 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 tearing him up. We we're just like, look, someone comes into your hood, on your turf, you know what I mean? It makes money. You got to make sure you wet your beak, you know. And so Mark went into a whole bit about, uh, you know, about uh, uh, you know being able to be aware and 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 getting a piece of that pie. You can't let someone come in to your hood and go door to door, you know what I mean? And so Mark, good advice. oh, well, we, 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 we drilled him. We drilled him. He takes yeah. it good, though. You know, he takes it good. You know, he's not weak. You know, I got to stay on top of him. I, I got to, you know. If not, like I said, he's going to be soft. He'll be wearing flip-flops or babooshes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Gowns or something. You know, be out here not My ready. Not so this soft. way, this way we, were, we, were, we were educating a young boy about uh, somebody coming in your neighborhood. So we said, yo, you know, you go door to door. You know what the weather's going to be like. You know, I mean, in Virginia, they know two days that they're going to close school. Yeah. They know. It's, uh, they get scared. You know, I mean, too much sun is done. You know what I mean? They're shutting down all sorts of highways and byways and freeways. True. You know what I mean? So you know what's up. What you do is, I said, you know, what me, Mark and I said you do is you go door to door. You beat him before he gets there, right? He that's, invited that's one, him too, though. That's, that's one way to handle it. Why is his friend coming over and, like, I don't get it. His friend was telling him that he made oh. Or his friend plays, he plays basketball with his friend, oh, okay. so they must have had a conversation. Mm. So he told him after the fact. But even still, Mark said, you know, go over to his house, break his shovel. <laughs> okay. Go over to his house, break his shovel, and be like, next time it happens, next time it snows, be like, oh, man, sorry you snowed. <laughs> then you can rent your shovel out <laughs> to him. You can rent your shovel out, and then he, you know, since you can't leave the house, now you got the equipment so he can, you know, earn, then you get a piece of it. You're getting 20%. So. Wow. So that would work, too. And what did he say? Was he oh, thinking he was about thinking. It? He was thinking. You could see it. And then Mark. That's a great And Mark, idea. Mark, you have to know Mark. Mark's from South Kakalaki. You know what I mean? South Kakalak. Oh you know what I mean? God. The dirty, dirty. Mm. You know what I mean? He's, he's you know, he's country grandma. You know what I mean? He's the whole nine. And, uh. So, so you got to know this brother. Mark is a cool brother. And uh, he was telling him, yeah, when I was in high school, they called me the hallway hustler. You know what I mean? Because I was always hustling. I was like, it worked, you know. 
I'm, that's me too. I'm hustling <laughs> something. You guys get along. Always, we always got, got we always <laughs> on the hustle. You got to always be thinking. So Mark was telling me he would what he would do was he would have candy, you know, Snickers, all sorts of you know sprees. You remember spree? spree. You know, so you you would do that, and he would sell them in the hallway. He would sell them in the hallway. So my son's thinking, you know, he get a come up and start selling candy. My son's like, well, you can't have certain candies. I was like, Reese's is out. Anything with peanuts and stuff. Oh. I was like, yeah, there's rules. You can't even bring cookies to school anymore. That's can't weak. even wear a mask on Halloween. Yeah, you told me yeah, that. You can't it's do none weird. of that stuff. That's so weird, man. So, yeah, so... Uh, Schools are different now. So, uh, yeah, so we were just educating him on that. And Mark was telling him all these, these, these stories of back in the day, how he would hustle in the hallways. So my son's like, yeah. Um, yeah, with your lunch and You shit? can get the candy and you can sell it. Fill up your bag if you got a connection or go to where you can get we it for three, four dollars. and shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You fill your bag up. And he goes, you know, if, you, if they don't do the exchange there, he goes, you can put it in the locker, find an empty locker. And so my son's thinking and absorbing all this. Then come to the end of the story, Marcus, yeah, I got suspended, <laughs> you know, a couple of times doing it. And he, my son's eyes lit up. He was like, oh, no. <laughs> don't need That's that a serious, yeah, you don't need that heat. You know, moral of the story, you know, you, you got you know, you to watch out. So I told him, I was like, here's the best thing for you, son, is this. You know what I mean? I was like, I was like well, you, you know it's going to snow at some point. It might snow again. You know, it, it, anything could happen. It could be a dust bowl or anything could happen that you need to clean mowing lawns. Just go up to your neighbor, knock on their door, um, uh, or leave a note saying, I'm going to shovel your snow. I know the snow's coming. And both Mark and I agreed, do that one for free. First one's on free. You know what I mean? Because my son, he shoveled his snow. It looked perfect. It looked like mm. someone, it looked like, like a, a blower went through. I even asked him. Good for him. The other kids, it was all spotty and icy. I was like, that's because you got to yours first. You get it before the ice starts hardening. You get it while it's snowing and you go over in layers. He goes, yeah, that's what I did. Smart. <laughs> I was like, so you do your neighbors and then you leave a note saying that you did it for them. I was like, then next time They'll you go around, mm-hmm. like I'll take care of this for you. You know what I mean? And you, you know, you take care of me. That. And I was like, and then Mark was like, yeah, and then you take Take a take a take a take a Manila envelope. Put some money in that. Give it to your mom, and then you give her a little taste, and then and then you expand. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got your operation laid down, and that way, when you say, "Mom, you know, I'm just going to venture out to these houses and see if I can," and she'll she'll give you the okay because you know she's she's got a cut. Well, you, she she she's the one that runs the. Initially, she she's the one that makes the rules. Yeah. Her house, her rules. So she says you can't leave. You now get got to get a permit. <laughs> you now have to get a permit so you could leave the premises. You know what I mean? So you have to go to the permit permit person. You know what I mean to get the okay. You know, got to get the business license. You got to pay for the permit. Yeah. But if you give her give her a little taste or something, you know, here, you know, I made this. You know, here's a little taste for you. You know, go get your nails did. You know what I mean? What is manicure? Really? What was a manicure, Manny and Petty? Like twenty, thirty dollars, forty dollars? Yeah, give her, give her a little taste. <laughs> Put it in an envelope. Be like here, or you can give her a card, something nice, and be like, oh, my son. And then when you, then when you ask her for that permit, that business license, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's th- those are his hurdles. That's how you prepare him? Hey, man. That's, well, I mean, that's know, an interesting uh, take. We had a good time. We were, that's we, really, we, we, that's we had, really good. We all we did was laugh. men talk, huh? <laughs> that's how you that's how you prepare men. Yeah, I mean, when you ain't got work and you're not old enough to work, you got to find work. I mean, there was a time, and we yeah, talked put about those kids to work. 
No, man. I'm telling you, when I was a kid, when I when I lived in Mill Valley, California, I lived in Mill Valley. It's a little town, right? It's a small town. Mm-hmm. Right? I moved there when I was in like six, end of sixth grade from Flint, Michigan, uh, by way of Denver, Colorado, and uh, Mill Valley. But uh, I was living in Mill Valley. It's like a little town, hip town in San Francisco, uh, outside of San Francisco. And uh, I didn't have work, but it was in the Redwood Forest, right? I That's knew. Nice. I knew everyone had leaves in their yard. <laughs> so I just went to every, and I knew there's no way I can get all these leaves because it's a redwood oh. forest. <laughs> and I was a kid forest. With, a, with a little afro that no. wasn't combed properly, that was lopsided. And I wore boot cut Wranglers. So I knew that when I went knocking on the doors, X amount of houses, they were going to say yay. Right, and they pay me, so I would just go and I'd rake. They'd look at me like I was crazy, and I'm raking. It's the red. It's indoor from ROTJ, right? Return of the Jedi. Yeah. All right, it's 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 indoor. It's so many leaves. It's you never, never yeah. you'll never ever. No one rakes there, but I did. I earned money even before that. When I first touched down there, we had no we had no way. You know, my, we didn't get an allowance or nothing. So what I do? I took my younger brother, my younger brother Cabral. We went down uh, into the, into the town area, and uh, I think it was like twenty cents or something, twenty five cents to get the newspaper out. I looked in it and did the math. I put a quarter in, took every paper out, and I, I took every paper. We had like twenty papers, and I took I took half and gave my brother a, 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 a stack, and I said, now "You, you go stand on that corner and say extra extra, and hand out papers, right for a quarter." So old school. Right? For a quarter. And I'm going to stand here. And when you get done, you come back to me and I'll re-up you. I'm going to replenish, you know, your inventory. Your poor little brother. Right? <laughs> this is like a, you know, sixth grade Malcolm Riddle. So I'm already. You haven't changed. No. I'm already thinking. And uh, and so we're out there. We're knocking out papers. We get down. He comes back. He sells it to this one dude. And this dude grabs him by his arm. Comes Aww. over to me. Grabs me by my arm. And is like, you know. Do you have a permit or a license to do that? Again, you got to go to the permit guy. <laughs> Didn't have one. He goes, you can't do this. This is wrong. Scared us. So that, that ended that. Ended that uh, but we were thinking. We were hustling. Yes, you were. Mm-hmm. Wow. The fact that we were yelling extra, extra probably <laughs> drew a little bit of attention to us. It was unwanted. Yeah, this isn't the 20s. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got the knickers on and the the the, the, the yeah the hat and you got the the sat yeah the suspender you know what I mean you got a yo yo you know you got a, something no that that drew a lot of unwanted attention that's why you got to go low key low key I like how your brother called you out real quick <laughs> threw you under the bus my brother made me do it yeah he pointed me out yeah yep. came right over to me so yep yeah, yeah we, the manager but we were we, we were on the hustle that's that's what you got to do. That's exactly what you got to do. You got to be ready. Yeah, my brother did the paper trail you, in the morning, but then we had to like roll them up and everything for him. Yeah, but well, you got your team. You're loyal. Yeah, you're mom, loyal to the team, and, <laughs> and that's one of the things you and I were talking about yesterday. About you know, in in employment, where's the loyalty these days? Yeah, all it's, it's it seems to have turned. It, it seems to have come to a point where it's more lopsided, mm-hmm. where the employers. Just take, 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 and the reward is 
minimal, right? Yeah. At least that's how I feel. And, and that's what I was complaining about. I called Miriam Tazi up yesterday venting about it just feels lopsided where you feel like you're being used. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's 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 a weird thing because you know when yeah, it's I look, like you should be thankful for having a job. I am, you know, yeah, yeah, in that sense. So yes, but there's also so much competition, and I I definitely do feel like you know sometimes your skill set and you know what your your value you're not valued as much as you know you should be. You know what I mean? But there's also so many younger people, you know, that are willing to do more for less you know because they need well that's because they don't know they, they don't, don't know, know the yet. game and they'll learn it they will learn but at the same time you know i believe i think we were talking about this i i believe that there are uh you know entities or employers or places out there even if you have to create your own and make your own which i'm a big fan of but sometimes that takes takes a lot of risk and a lot of money and uh, i don't mind the risk it's just hard to get the money to start your own uh but yeah. And sometimes you just got to just take a chance. You just, you got to roll the dice because at the end of the day, you got to invest in yourself, but you also have to be careful who you're surrounding yourself with. And so that's well, that way I don't, I try not to put too much blame on the quote unquote companies or corporations or the people, because I'm the one remaining in that circle. So if I'm being used, I'm allowing myself to be used, you know? And that's one of the things I want to change soon. Um, and not, you know, any specific. Well, yeah, it is. I can easily narrow it down and, and call it out. But, you know, you made a point saying there was a, that time doesn't exist anymore where well, companies yeah. actually look out for their employees and stuff. Mm-hmm. You feel taken well, you care of. You want to build something. You want to be a part of something. You want, And not only that, you want to be rewarded yeah, when you number. are. You're yeah, just, you're just part of the machine. Yeah, That's the thing I don't like. That's the thing that chaps my ass. Um, because I remember, I think it, 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 I'm going to you know date myself here, but it was at the end of the uh, first uh, war in Iraq, the Persian Gulf War. That's what it was called, right? Yeah, Desert Storm. You know, when they invaded, remember it was like a seven day war or something. Yeah, something. I was, it was, I was pretty in quick. Africa I was working it for the for the, uh, the early nineties DOD um, Department of Defense and worked really hard. You know what I mean? Around the clock. And I was part of the Tomahawk cruise missile program. Are you allowed to talk about this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to, you know, give specifics or, you know, <laughs> roll out a SOP on it or anything like that. But yeah, I could I could build a propulsion system or something like that, but it's not yeah, you know, I mean, it's not all that. I was trained to run system checks and tests on the Stinger uh handheld rocket launcher the Tomahawk cruise missile and the, the Trident, the D5 Trident uh, missile, which was basically a Tomahawk cruise missile from the submarine. But that being said, I worked really hard, really hard. And I thought I was, you know, again, it, it, this isn't something that I dreamed of doing. It just, you know, you, when I was coming up, it was, you know, find a good job. If you can get a government job like at UPS or the post office, you hold on to that job. There was like a mindset, especially in the black community. There was a mindset that they always told you. You know, in high school, I always said, you know, one out of five of you is going to be in jail. Another one of you guys is going to be dead. So to get a high school diploma was like a big thing, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, at that time. Not like today where, you know, it's just a given. You're going to go to college. It's a given. You know what I mean? It's just like it's so many things. It's a given for everybody. Yeah, but it's a norm and it's kind of implanted in your in your brain uh, about, you know, educational. Education. Since ours was to survive. 
You know what I mean? Survive was like a big thing, especially even in our household. My brother and I, my, my other brother, Craig, we always complain that, you know, we wish we would have been educated on finances and stuff. We were always kind of educated on how to survive, being ready. I talk about it on the podcast, be yeah. ready, be ready, be re- you know what I mean? <laughs> be, re- be ready for what, motherfucker? You know what I mean? Be ready for your finances. Get that shit together, you know? But, you know, it's it's... It is what it is. But at the time, you know, I got I got a government job, thought I was doing the right thing. You know what I mean? It wasn't my dream. I, mean, I wish I still talk like that today. I wish I would have pursued my dream uh, and dreams and, and, and things that, that completed me. But, you know, I showed up, went to work, just drilled it every day, just mm-hmm. every day, every shift, anything. I thought, you know, I was going to get I was working for this promotion and stuff. And I did. I got appointed to these different programs and I did everything. Worked third shift, second shift, swing shifts, the whole nine. And at the end of that contract or whatever, they let me go. Like, I got promoted, finally made it. I was happy. When two weeks later. That's crazy. After that. And then, so I was going, uh, I was, you know, I was out of a job. I didn't know what to do. I was like, yeah, but I'm a hustler. So I, I was like, every, every, any quote unquote job that I've had, you can call them careers. Um, I was there for four years or whatever. Uh, no matter where I've, what I've done, I've always kept hustling. I always kept working. I, what I do, I, I didn't have anything. So I was like, damn, you know what I mean? It was, it, it hurt, hurt really bad. You know, if you've ever lost your job been laid off, yeah. um, <laughs> it's, it's not, it's, it's an empty feeling and you just feel kind of lonely and, and, and isolated. And, um, if you let your mind get the best of you, you can go into a downward state of depression, but yeah. I just kept working. So I went, I, I would drive it up and down the street, not the street, but, uh, I would commute into different areas, some industrial uh, some corporate and just go door to door knocking on doors for employment just mm. knocking you know what i mean that's that's hard yeah that's hard that's hard to do and um it's not how things are done anymore no no well this is this this mm. will lead into that yes it will, <laughs> the point will be visible mm. <sighs> that is some good h2o <laughs> almost out yeah. um so yeah i'm going door to door and uh, I'm just every morning I would get up, go door to door, just just banging on doors. And I knew like, there was a certain time, you know, you go early. But if you go too late in the morning, they may be in meetings. If you go closer to lunch, they're thinking about food. If you go after right after lunch, it um, sometimes is a good time. But if you go too late in the afternoon, they're thinking about where they're going with bar they're going to or happy hour or something. So I would every day I would learn something new about certain times and um and uh it it was a uh it was it was hard and difficult and and you eat a lot of humble pie but i banged on doors and one day i went to a door and it was an industrial park um and i just banged on this door and it was like a warehouse big huge warehouse and a guy answered the door and he's like uh you know i i i remember uh uh, asking him uh, for employment, seeing what they did there. And he was a really nice guy. He, uh, he was like an assistant or something like that. And um, what was his name? I'm trying to remember his name. can't remember his name. But uh, he was telling me about the place, and he was like, yeah, I'll introduce you to our, our branch manager. We're a kitchen cabinet distributor, and, and we do uh, kitchen cabinets and all this crazy stuff I knew nothing about. And so he said, just come back uh, a little later. So I came back and I met with him. His name was Ted Euler. Never forget Ted Euler. 
He's a nice guy, chubby guy with a part in his hair. You know what I mean? <laughs> Ted. Just, yeah, really. Yeah, you don't hit those names, you know? Ted Euler. He had a Honda. He had a of red. Of he did. Yeah, yeah. He had a red Honda. And uh, Ted Euler, he was like the branch manager of it. And he was like, um, you know, I was telling him what I did and stuff like that. And, uh, and and he goes, well, let me let me. Uh, we're looking for some warehouse guys. He goes, let me introduce you to our uh, our uh, warehouse uh, manager. You didn't have like too much pride though to be like, this is something that I wouldn't do. I just wanted that- to work, man. Yeah, because see, a lot of people, like my older brother, for example, mm-hmm. like he was an owner of a business and whatnot, and when he lost that, yeah. he has too much pride now. He will not lower his standards. No. He still needs to be a boss. Yeah, no, no, I and understand. I, was like, that. I get that. I get that. And it, like, it, yeah, but you gotta. You know, kind of start over. It, you entered, know? it entered in my mind, uh, but it, it comes and it goes because I just know I just need to keep moving. As long as I keep moving, my mind won't get the best of me. So I was when I was banging on the doors, and Ted was like, "Yeah, let me introduce you to our our warehouse manager," and um, and his name was Bill Bill Ellis. And so I sat down with Bill, and Bill was like, "Oh, wow, you know, we got a real life rocket scientist here," <laughs> you know, and he he just hung on that, and he would just. He basically was making fun of me the whole time. And he was like, you know, long and short, he was like, yeah, come in. He gave me a tour of the warehouse. This is what we do. This is a fleet of 28 trucks or something like that. It could have been could have been less, I think, at the time. I think it was like 16 or something. But it's X amount of trucks. This is what we ship. This is our product. And he just went on and on and on and on. And so long and short was I took the position, right? I took the position, just a warehouse worker, loading trucks. That's it. Just loading, loading you trucks. What you got to do, man. And um, some time passed. I guess it must have been, might, might have been, I don't know, three months or something like that. Three months passed, and they took me out of the warehouse, and they started training me uh, to do uh, logistics, and um, and and showing me the routes of the trucks and the streets in Washington D.C. and Maryland and uh, Virginia and the all of it, mm-hmm. you know. So what I'm saying is when you they notice I would come to work every day with my dickies, you know, my shirt was tucked in, the whole nine, you know what I mean, boots, you know, ready glo- to go. Yeah, just ready Perfect. to go, yeah. ready to go. And they recognized that and they moved you along. Bill Ellis, it turned out he was the son of the owner of the com- one of the owners of the companies uh, of the company. It was back in the day it was called Ryko Distributors. Now I think they're called Ryko Kitchen and Bath. Uh, but it was a um, it showed me that a from losing a job from working hard within a matter of months, I saw how fast it could, hmm. you know, things do change if you're aligned with the right persons or team uh, or company in this, yeah. all of that in this case. And um, Bill and I became friends. We, you know, we, we would meet, talk um in the mornings and the evenings and the shifts and stuff like that. I would do my work, come in, bang it out, show up, same thing. It was just over and over again, same thing. You know, it's not that difficult to do. Uh, but my point is, you know, when you do apply yourself, I think you should be rewarded. And if you're not, then you need to make a change. In this case, I was being rewarded, and it was it was really good. And I think six months passed within a year or so. Uh, within that year, you know, I was doing uh, logistics uh, and I was kind of uh, being his assistant, like his right hand man. Um, he would bust my chops. I mean, we, we it was a it was a group of us, you know, um, warehouse workers, and and it was like a 
it was weird because it was a it was like a conveyor it wasn't a conveyor belt but it was like a belt system where there were rollers so you'd roll these big boxes and cabinets and they weighed a lot I mean I got really strong working there and we'd load these trucks up and I'd oversee the guys and make sure they loaded the trucks right and within that year uh I was asked to uh, I was asked to uh um uh, relocate to the Maryland um branch which was like I don't know, it was the size of two, uh, like 250,000 square feet of warehouse space. Jeez. It was huge, like 30 trucks, Damn. box trucks, 28-foot trucks and stuff. And, um, yeah, his his uh, his dad and uh, Bill and his dad kind of took me under their wing and started showing me uh, operation side, management side of it, and also sales. Uh, and he started educating me on sales. That's where I learned pretty much every technique I know about sales. Again, tying into the story is the fact that when your talent is recognized or if they see the, the ability is there, someone would, uh, like hold on to, to that. Make it grow. Yeah. You don't see that a lot. No. You know what I mean? You see a more, uh, a, 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 I don't know even how to, how to, how you're to more of like more. a stepping an, stool now. Like, you know, for other people to gain. Yeah, know? it's more about the individual mm-hmm. and what they can do, not what you can do together. And, yeah. and the thing about Bill and Ted Euler and those guys, they were big on team and teamwork and what we're doing. It's lost. We, what we're doing and what we're growing. Bill was the type of guy, and I say was because he passed away some years ago, but he um, he was the type of guy that uh, that would take you under his wing, give everyone a fair shake. Doesn't matter who you were. You know what I mean? Didn't didn't matter. I mean, he, he, he was, uh, he did, uh, um, a lot for the people around him and he wanted to see the company succeed. It was his, his dream was to succeed his dad. Yeah. That's it. You know what I mean? And in all my years on earth, like I've never, if you, if you have, you may have friends or family like this where, where, and it's rare that I see it. I've never seen some, a son, father and son imitate each other where the son just wanted to be like from the car he drove he'd Hmm. buy like a similar car buy the same suit he wore the same shoes as his dad dress shoes um uh so it was it was uh it was fascinating to see but also how he would pass those same skills along Mm -hmm. you know what i mean he would sit up and talk to me and like uh i mean this was early like i was in my early 20 or in my 20s and he would tell me about the body language and positioning and how you would sit and how, how your hands are positioned and your mm-hmm. eyes and stuff like that and um, how they're going to look at you because you're black. And, you know, he's white. He was white. But, um, you know, he would say, this is how they're going to live. This is how they talk to you. This is how you respond. And so I would just absorb all that stuff in. At the same time, again, you know, kitchen cabinets wasn't my thing. Wasn't my thing. Yeah, but you learned the technique. What I yeah what I what I liked about it was uh, team building, mm-hmm. and I liked the fact that you could actually um, be a part of something that's going to grow. That's what I've always liked. I don't care if it's filmmaking. That's what I like about filmmaking and music and podcasting is that you 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 start to mold something and and build something. I, I always loved that. I didn't learn that until late. In life, that that's what I was really passionate about. Not so much, you know. I didn't want to build rock, make rockets. Uh, but I didn't, definitely didn't want to, you know, be in the kitchen cabinet business. But I really enjoyed building something, and that's something I don't really feel. I don't care how big the company is. I just feel 
individuals going after individual things. You know what I mean? And that's what I see a lot of. Um, And you don't see that when you recognize and you see somebody who's who's worthy or someone who has a talent and you don't help, like you said, water that and let it grow. You don't see that. It's true. You don't, you don't, you, you, it has to be a bunch of red tape and paperwork and blah, 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 Obstacles. blah, blah, blah. It yeah. doesn't have to be that way. I tell Agreed. my son all the time and I tell people all the time, you can do anything you want. You, this, everything's a push of a button. <clears throat> but people don't want to do it. <laughs> they don't want to. They don't want to risk it. They don't want their name to be on it. They don't want, no one wants to stand up to the person next to them. They like, they like the idea of it. They, they don't they want like to be to the one to do it, it, though. They like to talk the family talk and team talk. But at the end of the day, you don't see it. Yeah. And this is why you see so many people come and go. You see it in communities. You see uh, people. Because there's no sense of community as much anymore either, though. No, you don't. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, and, and in that story, you know, uh, the story, uh, you know, I, you know, within a year, yeah, I was in Maryland. I was uh, a manager. And, um, yeah, it was uh, – it's pretty awesome. It's, it, it, it's interesting that you say that because you didn't know anything about the industry and stuff. My friend and I were talking yesterday about the difference between a man going for a job and a woman going for a job. Mm-hmm. A guy will go for a job if he knows like 50% of the skill set that needs to be done. A woman won't even apply for a job until she's pretty sure she can do like 120%. Like it's just very different that you didn't you gave it a chance. You didn't hold yourself back and they were willing, they were willing to work with you and see what your skills were and like fit you in a Mm -hmm. right position that you could help the company. Yeah. And just also the intimidation factor or the insecurity factor, you know, of going for a job that you really don't know everything on, but you forget the training aspect of it and things like that. But it's not like it used to be. I feel like people did train more. They would go out of their way to do that more. Um, for the greater good and have a better goal, you know, and a, a common goal, you know, as a company to grow. It's not like that anymore. It's really not. It's And that's my frustration uh, from the phone call I had with uh, you when I was venting yesterday. It's the same thing. It's like, I know it exists. I'm not the only one that thinks this way. You know what I mean? I'm not saying I'm, I'm waiting for someone to save me. That's not the case. I, it's at the, end of the, at the beginning and the end of the day. building together. Yeah, at the beginning <laughs> and the end of the day, it's about you and who you're putting yourself, uh, uh, who you're you know putting around you and who you're. Uh, you who know, you what align circle. yourself with? You yes. Know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, I know that uh, I have not. You know, I, I my gut tells me that there are certain entities that I need to make uh, some changes, and. Uh, uh, or just tighten up the way I'm organized so it, it benefits me and the people around, uh, the, you know, the quote-unquote team that I'd like to build. Uh, but, yeah, you, you, you have to stay on, on top of it because it, we are in this we are in this, uh, uh, this world of selfies and this world of um, individualism mm-hmm. where it's just about that person all about that person. I mean, if you go to social media and you go to an Instagram page of someone, how many f- pictures of themselves? Yeah, can the you take? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I'll put a picture up here and there, but I mean to have freaking the fact that selfie is a word <laughs> right there tells you which direction is going on. You know what I mean? The whole point is this co- this country yeah. this this country 
one of the things that the, the hike, the height, I'm sorry, the height the uh, of this country in the industrial sector was building things. You know what I mean? Building the railroads, building the bridges, building automobiles, building Hollywood, building, you know, families and communities. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, things are still being thrown up. You know what I mean? But the foundation is is not. It's not solid. No. And, and that's troubling uh, to me. Yeah. Um, yeah Where are I've, we going? I find that troubling. Uh, one of the things uh, I'll segue into, I saw this film that captures that in every way. Um, it's a film called, uh, let me find it. Blah, 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 blah. Oops, I'm having some problems. Um, it's a film called The uh, uh, Most Violent Year. Most, so what is that? Uh, it's a film about a, uh, it's funny because, they are billing it as a gangster film, and I get that. Like I've seen a, a few commercials, um, but it's set in New York City in, in 1981, and it's about uh, it, it's about a uh, a guy who's trying to build something. He's trying to hold on to his business and his dream of building something. Okay. So on IMDb it says, in New York City in 1981. An ambitious immigrant fights to protect his business and family during the most dangerous year in the city's history. And what it is is he's got a business of, uh, I think it's like an oil gas business where he, you know, um, supplies heat, heating oil and gas to okay. houses and places. Right. Oscar Isaac um, is the lead in this. Uh, his wife, played by Jessica Chastain, um, is in this as well, and. It is it. It's a gangster film without gangsterism, meaning there's not. Uh, I don't believe there's any killing in it. There's suggested violence, uh, violence as far as uh, legalities. Mm. There's some, you know, firearms and gunplay in the film, but mainly it's that whole that psyche of owning and territorial. Uh, disputes amongst other owners and their gangster ways. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like gangsters don't always come at you like in the way the media portrays. So if you think gangster in New York, you might think, you know, a couple different things. You might think, you know, black guy in a hoodie. You know what I mean? You might think uh, street thugs. You might think uh, Italian gangsters and stuff like that. It implies kind of the gangster mob mentality and there are some tones of that but overall it's just cutthroat you know it's, it's cutthroat you know business. business you know what i mean uh, uh and you go back in the 80s you know it's you know it was, it was a it was a different time than now Ooh, the film <laughs> sorry okay? I just got some you know sometimes I, I talk so fast and i tried to slow it down just now uh but the the uh yeah i gotta catch my wind <laughs> getting old people you know, shit ain't easy trying to do a podcast every week, running around like a madman. You guys tried knowing this shit. The fuck? You just changed your tone so fast. I'm just telling you, man. Shit ain't easy. This is a side note. Is Sometimes I lose my breath. God damn. You got really excited about this movie. I'm telling you, it's, no, it's not for everyone. I can see why people will. Is it boring? It's, it's a slow burn. Mm. It is a slow burn. But I loved it, and believe me, I want to see it again. I loved it for so many different reasons just because this guy 
this guy reminds me. He reminds me, if I was to compare him to another character, kind of a Michael Corleone style character. Shot in a very Godfather-esque style. The coloring, um, the the shadows. Oh, it's and it's beautiful. Because you don't see films like that. Now, some some critics will pan it. I've, I've heard a couple of people say, you know, oh, it takes from this film, it takes from that film. But I think it stands on its its own. I think it, it, it's got a lot of legs. It's won award. I think it won Golden Globes. I'm not sure. I'm not going to give you the list. I'm Look it up. Nominated for Best Performance. Yeah. Uh, directed by J, J.C. Uh, Sh- Shandor. Is that how you pronounce it? Huh? Sure. All right, um, but look it up. You can look, you can Google it. Go to IMDb, uh, a most violent year, and you you can do the details. But you know, if you're the, the reason I liked it also was uh, not just from the production value, which is stellar, stellar. It just looks fantastic. The dialogue is fantastic. It's a good script too. Yeah, it's 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 so well crafted and so well written. And and when he talks about closing deals and sales, for me, it's just like. I I I, oh, I just eat that shit up. I, mean, I, I was I was in there, man, just just beside myself, cheering, and you know it's just weird. I get into movies sometimes, and, you know what I mean. I could I could be the only one in the theater because sometimes I got to catch these movies at like ten a.m. or eleven or something like that. While I'm in between a client or before, so it's like right after the early bird special. Yeah, I found out, man. The freaking Angelica Theater right here in Maryfield. Breakfast? Virginia. No, if you go see a movie Monday through Thursday, it's five or six bucks. What? Yep. Yep. In the morning only? Yeah. Yeah. Before noon. Huh. Yeah. So, five yeah, dollars? It's, it's the early. It's the early. But yeah. sometimes you don't have t- Who has time? Sometimes you don't have time. Sometimes people, most people in the world are working. But, yeah. um, <laughs> you know, I work the streets, so sometimes I can fit one in. But five or six bucks. I mean, damn. That's, wow. that's cheaper than Starbucks. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Let me see a good film. I went there and saw uh, uh, some other movie. I, I go there uh, quite a bit. And they, they've comped me like two times, free movies. Oh, nice. Yeah, they got this little pad. And you put your, you know, you got a sign just that you're there. And they're like, yeah, we'll comp you. And they're like, man, that's cool. <laughs> so you get good customer service there. It's clean. They got nice bathrooms. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, this program is sponsored by Angelica Mosaic <laughs> in uh, Fairfax, Virginia. But it's 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 not only they do a lot of independent films there, but this film right here, I mean, it it just captures everything. It's straight acting, um, uh, just a performance based film that it just works. I mean, I'll play the. Have you even seen the trailer? No. We'll play it and see if it if it comes through. Let's see what we got. I've I don't even think I've I think I've seen the trailers. Let's see if it say you're able to pick up anything just listening. Mm. It's supposed to be queued up. I understand you and your men have a job to do here, but we're in the middle of a 10-year-old's birthday party. I'm sorry, but we are coming in. That's not a problem. We have nothing to hide from you. My husband is a good man. Don't mistake his honesty for weakness. He deserves respect. This was very disrespectful. I run a fair and clean business, and I will fight till my last breath to prove that. These are dangerous times, and we have to adapt. It's not like when we was driving. There were more murders and rapes in this city last year than there have ever been. So if you've come to tell me that we have an urgent security issue here, trust me, I'm aware. This can't continue. You're at war here. 
been two years since you started investigating my industry. Do you have any idea who's been doing this to us? Or you may be doing something to bring this on yourself. I have always taken the path that is most right. The result is never in question for me. Just what path do you take to get there? Where did you get that? Your youngest daughter found it in the bushes outside her front door. It's not a brick through a car window. This is your kid playing with a loaded gun. Katie! The DA's coming down with 14-count indictment. We've just pushed it a little too far, that's all. Can't have this situation continuing. If one of these guys shoots someone, it will be the end of everything that we have worked for. You now have serious legal cases against you, ranging from fraud to tax evasion. It wasn't your good luck helping you out all these years. It was me. I don't want anything to do with this. When it feels scary to jump, that is exactly when you jump. Otherwise, you end up staying in the same place your whole life. And that I can't do. Holy mackerel! <laughs> another word they don't say. They don't say holy mackerel, huh? <laughs> that's another one. But you, just the power, just the audio of that. That's all I, I, I say you should watch because it's it's few and far between where you go to a movie today or find any product that's being released to the general public that isn't filled with violence or nudity or any of that stuff. It's yeah. it's. This is just all the, just all the stress that comes from this man's life at this point in this year, and uh, yeah, it's it it, it it for me it hit home it, it it hits home on so many different levels. But the man is going through, you know, trying to keep his business afloat. They're, he's being shaken down from uh, his competition. Uh, 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 he's got uh, uh, legal issues. That he's dealing with, and uh, you know, he's he's trying to raise a family, and he's he's got so much stuff on his plate, but his vision is clear, and he's just just going forward, and he's just dealing with it, and he's getting hit by all, and he, just the way he handles it, and his expressions, and the stuff that he says, just even in this clip, it transcends, and it's a powerful film. So yeah, if you're looking for big action, or you know, I've noticed the trailers that they're running on TV right now says it's an epic gangster film or something. It's misleading. Huh? Yeah, it's not. It hints at it, but you know, it, it you're, it's not that type of you know. I mean, I've said it for years. The real gangsters are wearing pinstripe suits on Wall Street. You know what I mean? Yep. You know, the real gangsters are running these corporations overseas. Real gangsters, you know, they're not always, you know, yeah, they're not always holding a machine gun. Right. They got a Mont Blanc pen. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it's, it's just, you know, it's, it's just yeah. a reality. So, yeah, don't, don't go into this film thinking it's going to be high paced, high action, mafioso type. Thing. No, 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 no. This is, this is, this is drama at its, at its best, right in the heart, and it. uh you know, it's something that's it's refreshing in this the world. Like I said, the the the, the entertainment industry today is saturated with just uh, a bunch of uh, Ronald McDonald clowns out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? You see it in film, and you see it in uh, music. Case in point, Miriam Tazi. Oh, yeah. Case in point, right. Miriam Tazi has uh, turned me on to a new uh, 
new album, uh, a la CD, a la digital download, (laughs) whatever you want to call it. Um, But uh, D'Angelo has been back, I guess. He released a new new album, I guess, what, like a few months back? Yeah, a few, maybe, I think maybe a couple months ago, but it's been also 15 years since he hasn't released anything. So he's been in the studio eating <laughs> and uh, what playing mean, music. Eating? He gained a lot of weight. He doesn't look the same at all. Remember, the, I forget what D'Angelo, the name of the song was where he was naked. How does it feel? And, well, D'Angelo, D'Angelo's <laughs> smooth, cool brother. You know what I mean? Chocolate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Abs. <laughs> he had those things on the side. Oh. You know what I mean? Well, I don't even know what those things are called. You know, I got those I things. Just call them the lines. But but his was a little bit more defined than mine. Very, you know, because his body fat was was low and it was sharp, and you could see his abs right 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 down to you, the hair. You could see. <laughs> Not that I was looking. <laughs> you can hardly miss it. But the guy was in in stellar shape, and he's you know he's a sexy brother, you know sexy. I'm looking at him right now. The (laughs) eyes and the lips, and yeah, he had the dreamy eyes. I'd go out on a date with him, you know. Well, did you see a new picture of him? He he put on a couple. Wow, couple of. He put on a couple of LBSs. It happens. Many time isn't time isn't always kind, but but the music, the quality is still there. Yeah. Like I liked his stuff back then. Very R and B, very soft. He was big in when? What years? The nineties. Nineties. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's literally been like fifteen years since he released something. So he came out with something. It's very, very layered. Um, he's got a lot of soulful. Yeah, the whole album is really good. Um, it took a couple of listens to really like get into it um, and appreciate it. And all the songs kind of start with like some stuff, and then they flow into the song. Um, do you want me to play one? Yeah, play a clip. Let's hear. So this is uh, Sugar Daddy. This is one of my favorites personally. Mm. I like it a lot. But it's really hard to understand what he says. Just a heads up. But I like the flow. That's good. You gotta play with a lot of bass, too. I can turn the bass up. I'm just saying, if you want to listen to the album, it's better. <laughs> what is he saying? Yeah, but this is just funky. Yeah, you can just go in with it. Yeah, this is funky. It has a it has a uh, a bit of a, a Prince. Yes. Um, yeah. Yes. I said this before. This this reminds me of, of early vintage Prince, but it's funky and it stands out as its own. Like you don't hear stuff like this. You know what I mean? These hoes ain't loyal and all this bullshit that they're playing today. Yeah. That's funk. It's so good. That's raw funk. Yeah, so definitely funky. That's a good one. You hear that? Oh, yeah. I love funk. So for me, this totally stood out. I was like, ooh. I like felt it in my soul. Ah. This is your boy, Malcolm Ritter. (laughs) You know, I might have to use this for my phone message. (laughs) Old school. That's right. All right, so that's one, and then I like uh, it. Yeah, so this this next song reminds me a lot of his old stuff, and actually has a similar similar vibe to it. This is called "Really Love." This is good too. 
takes a little bit. Let me fast forward a little bit. It's like a little intro. Well, that's, that's one of the things I like is they, they're stories. Yes. The whole album is like that, though. So not the whole the... album, listening from beginning to end, it, there's a crescendo. It's great. Just beautiful. I just played on a loop. This is really pretty. Speaking. Espanol. It pulls you in. It's about drawing you. Yeah. It doesn't just like, you know it's a song. This pulls you into it, so you're part of the mood. You're part of the, the essence of what makes it up. You become one with the music. Yeah. But that's what it's supposed to be about. That's what, like, filmmaking and, 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 and storytelling and should be about that. It should draw you in. Agreed. So pretty. It's like halfway through the song and then it starts. Does he play instruments? Yeah. Does he play these or does he have a, does. a band? I don't think he plays all of it. I actually don't know if he plays everything like Prince. something to be said and it makes me wonder the first thing I think of when I hear stuff like this I've, I've not heard this on a I don't listen to the radio that much but I've been heard do they play these songs I don't know I honestly don't listen yeah. to it either that's why I buy stuff now and I play my own stuff I can't the radio plus if there's a song that you actually like that plays on the radio they play it so many times within the they same hour it. that you're like they, they I can't it. hear this anymore so that's another one I love that that is a very very pretty, pretty song pretty. Give me one more. Give me one more. Do betray my heart for this one. More intro. He likes intros. Yeah. You don't like the long intros. Well, not when we're trying to wait for the song to oh, start. Oh, I don't so mind. We can, can talk. <laughs> yeah. But I like stuff like that. All the that. songs think... are like five minutes long too, which is like it's not two point five. You know, it's yeah, yeah. It's actually no. a song. The album is you know. I like a, a good twelve pro- songs. I like a good production, and I like hearing different things within the body of work. Mm-hmm. Like everything you hear right here, it's just so much going on. It's so layered. You yeah. can tell you put a lot of work into it, and it sounds beautiful. The production on this is amazing. It's worth the download. Huh? Yeah, definitely. What's he selling it for? It was like 11 bucks or something yeah. like that. Look at that. Still cheaper than Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, if you don't get that, if you get that scone, yeah. It's cute too. 
jazzy. You can just lose yourself. Some wine, sit back, light some candles. I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet take you have. Take a bath. Yeah, yeah, a bath. That would be nice. I wish I had time to take a bath. Right? Yeah, just to sit back and just soak. You know, this is what you play, you know? If you guys are listening, this is what you should... Don't be playing Chris Brown. No. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. You, got, you, got, you guys out there listening... Please don't compare list- the two. You guys it's out there listening... Comparable. Um, Valentine's Day is coming. You know, get this. Download this. Get some scented romantic. candles. You know what I mean? Nice, <laughs> nice bottle of vino. Play this. Just have it playing. You know, this is the stuff they should be playing if you walk into a store. You know what I mean? I want to relax. It, take my it at time. The wine shop. <laughs> right? That's what you should be playing. They're like, ooh, what is I that? I would totally be playing that. <laughs> so right. nice. It's got the best of every world in it. You know what I mean? I bet you. What do they say when they hear it? People like it, don't they? People really liked it. Um, yeah. yeah, there was a lot of a lot of compliments. Who is uh, that? What do you mean? They ask. Yeah. I'm sure. A lot of people don't remember him, which That's is what I'm really unbelievable to me. I was yeah. going to work and I'm like, "Yo, D'Angelo came out with a new album." People are like, "Who?" I'm like, oh, "What? Yeah. How do you not know yeah. D'Angelo?" People, but pe- people's minds people forget so yes. fast because it's been 15 years, and I'm like, "It's been already that long yeah, since he came out with something." Because I still listen to Brown Sugar. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, people don't. I mean, you shouldn't forget certain artists. You can't. Even even some of the you know one hit wonders. You know, I don't forget. You know what I mean? You don't. Somebody, you no, know, he he's quite have the, one hit wonder. He, he had a how many albums songs. does he have? Yeah, he worked with Lauren Hill. I think two before this one. Not All that albums. many. But he did stuff with so many people. Yeah. I mean, you can't forget him. His no, voice he was, was so freaking smooth. Yeah, he was. Uh, I mean, he's always been the toast of the town. That's good. He disappeared. I'm, I don't know why it took him so long to come back out with something. I'm not sure what happened to him. Life happens. I'm glad. Yeah. And he's back though, right? He's back and I'm he's glad. Back. And I wonder if he's going to lose some of that weight. It's all right. He's back on stage. Well, but I, I still love I his will, music. I will take any shape size from him if it sounds this good. Agreed. And, uh, you know, he's giving you the good stuff that you should be mm-hmm. feeding yourself, huh? I love it. Listen to that, Listen to that people. The horns. You love the horns. I love horns. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. All right, I'm digging it. I'm digging your selection. Yeah, we we need to we need to come up with a title of you reviewing uh, or, or turning us on to music. I don't know. what I it enjoy be doing it. I love, you know what I mean? I love discovering new jams. That, yeah. I'm glad that there's still new stuff that comes out that I can really enjoy because you do a little digging, but it's there. Yeah, it's uh, and that's what you have to do. You have to um, and spread the word. Yeah, you you have to dig in, and yeah, you got to turn other people on to it. Because yeah. if not, they're going to just keep doing and listening to this uh, bonk stuff that's out out here. Yeah, that's for Thanks sure. Thanks for letting me share. Yeah, I've been wanting to. I was we missed it the last time. Mm. So much stuff was going on. Um, I don't know. I think uh, I think we covered just about everything, Mariam Tazi. Wow. You know what I mean? It's not like I got a big list of things that I go by. It's actually a longer podcast than we used to. We went, we went, uh, we we went a little long this time for you guys and gals, and um, you know, we just had a couple things on our mind. You know, sometimes we just got got to get it all out. Yeah, and I feel pretty satisfied. I wasn't rushed. Good. You know what I mean? I time. It's rare. Well, I, I I put a couple things on on the back burner to make sure I had, uh, you know, time. Because man, I just I'm tired of being rushed. 
You know what I mean? But, you know, I'm committed. Like I said, you heard me say it before. I'm committed to the podcast and uh, getting it out there to you, even though you guys don't even know. You know what I mean? <laughs> you don't even know. Sounds all like fun and games, but. It's hard, well, it's hard to allocate the time. You know what I mean? It's the same thing you know, with the gym. You know, I've been going in the morning and, uh, you know, it's easy to say, you know, forget about it or put that on the back burner before, you know, six months go by. And then, you know, I'm looking like D'Angelo. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't even. The back- is there any, by the way, is there any improvement on gym etiquette in the morning as opposed to in the afternoon? Or I, know, I just look down most of the time. I just look at the floor. I just look at the floor the main most of the time. What am I? Don't even get me started. It'd be another half hour Sorry. bit on gym I was etiquette about it again. Yesterday, my friend just signed up to a gym, and I was like, mm, "Gym etiquette? Any uh, any naked lunges?" She's like, no, "I haven't no, seen any yeah. lunges, but I, I'm not kidding." Well, yeah, I mean, case <laughs> in point, Sorry. I'll bring, I'll share this story with you. I have okay. one of my customers in the wine industry. He's he. Uh, he uh, he goes to my gym and because it, his his deli is like next door and he was in there talking to me about wine and you know he's just standing there and I'm trying to look at him I'm like look man I want to make this short and sweet I was like yeah I just came by I didn't know you was up here because we usually run into in the gym but he's one of those dudes that just like you know lets it all just hang out and he had a towel on but for some reason he wanted to talk to me and open his towel up I don't even I don't even know why is he married. Yeah, family, children, good-looking family. Hmm. Persian guy, really nice guy. Hmm. Great guy, I like KK. Um, he owns a deli in Herndon, Virginia. Go see him. Oh. Get some Mangria from him. There you go. Get some other ones. He's got some really good Italian wines. He makes some mean sub sandwich, too, sandwiches, too, man. Sandwiches are delicious, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does, he does a good job, you know what I mean? Persian guy running an Italian deli. But, you can do um, it. Yeah, he's got skills. He's, he's, he's been in the game for a minute. Um, yeah, likes to talk in the nude sometimes, but, uh, <laughs> not at work, you know, though. come on, man, you know, cover up. You ain't got to open that thing up for me. <laughs> I like you and everything. Don't worry. I'm gonna hook you up on the some wine. Welcomes you. But damn, man, <laughs> we're all, I get it. You know, I guess you get to a certain age. You, you just, just don't give a I think fuck. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. <laughs> I still give a fuck about certain things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Good. Yeah, if you see me walking around in flip flops and nude, you know that's an <laughs> imposter. I don't. I, there's a time and place for the nudity. You know True. what I mean? There's a time and place. You know what I mean? If I'm fully clothed and you're not, and you got a towel, don't it's open not the that right mama. time or place. Don't open it. Okay. He put himself really. It's really vulnerable of him to do that. Yeah, actually. Oh, by the way, by the way, what about this one? What the fuck are you doing airing out for? I'm right here. Keep that shit zipped. Put that weapon away. You know what I mean? Wow. Hairy chested motherfucker. He's Persian. It's normal. Yeah. Mustache. <laughs> the whole nine. Probably yeah, yeah. 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 He's, I've seen all of them. Good night, people. So that's what's up. I appreciate you joining the, the program and uh, sticking in, hanging in there with us. Uh, do me a favor. Go to... Uh, Go to Twitter, retweet this when I tweet it out. <laughs> I know it's called tweet it out, twit Twitter. old man. When I Twitter it out. Yeah, yeah. You know what to do. Share it, post it, and uh, tell a friend about the podcast. Post a review. And uh, until we meet again, this is Mary Tazi. Why don't you close us out? Oh, Come on. Three, two, one. Do it. Domino, motherfucker. I'll be the baddest. Be the hit the scene since the gangster lean. I'm more ears. So what you got to say? I hope you're bubbling it, baby. Now bubbling in my way, let it rain. Ain't no sort up in the game. Still want you to say, ain't a thing changed. Instead of knocking boots, 
We be kicking down Gore-Tex Except it ain't raw sex Roughnecks Throw your hands in the air Let me hear you say oh yeah Trust you me I blow up shop About to blow the roof right off of hip-hop I rock the party that rocks the body You rock the party that rocks the body I rock the party that rocks the body You rock the party that rocks the body Your best, best from VAA, and I be smoking hay all day in the barn. Damn it, darn. Puff Daddy be my pal when I hee 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 I took your number one spot, I jump skip, then I hop. I'm so hot, so you can't forget me. Not to the yes, yes, y'all. I'ma take a pause, cause I be feeling myself like I was T Ball. Puff Daddy make him cream. The L-Y-T to the E make him scream. And I'ma show enough be the boss on this team. So all you MCs, how I miss it, make the green. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I rock the party that rocks the body. You rock the party that rocks the body. I rock the party that rocks the body.